associations may be disorganized, and time and space relationships are lost. Phillips and Motoyuki Mabuchi. Mabuchi made a bet after the river onto that scary board. Phillips now fires back with a raise. Has Justin Phillips bet the shirt off his back? <laughs> Action on Mabuchi. He's all in. Phillips turns over a royal flush. Mabuchi quad aces. You gotta be kidding me. Quad aces, your last hand of the main event. What a way to hit the rail. There's nothing more ultimate than that. That is a statistical improbability, my friends. What a horrible river card for you. If you flop a set of aces, river quads, and lose, that's a bad beat. And Mabuchi does stumble out of the main event. Take a picture of that one, dude. Oh, that's good. That is just... If this happened to Phil Helmuth, the table would no longer be. Red, thanks for fucking coming through, professional poker player. Fucking going through a lot this year. Thanks for coming by, man. I appreciate you coming through, dude. So, uh, so the people that are don't know who you are, you actually you played. How long you been playing professional poker? What year is it? Twenty twenty one. Yeah, I thank thank God. Twenty twenty was a blur, you know. I know shit, right? Like I've been saying, it's like a Stephen King novel with special appearances by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. That's what it feels like that last year when we were just living in. I was telling everybody it was like a fireworks show, and we were about to see the finale right before the presidency elect. <laughs> oh, that's a good way to put it. Because sure. of the fires we were having, you know. Getting, oh yeah. Getting a, like you know we were in level two evacuation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was that was fucking brutal. I mean, that's yeah. actually whenever Scary. the podcast started. Is the very first episode was actually like fresh out of the wildfires, and I wanted to do the very first one um, with my old co-host Trey. I wanted to do it in the evacuation center because I actually brought my lav mics and my recorder, and I was like, let's just go ahead and do this but i forgot my splitter so we weren't able to do it there so we did it when we got back but the air quality was still like beyond toxic like and it was still like completely unbreathable when we got back so how long you been playing man oh often i've always had other little gigs to go on i'm a pretty good dealer too like i've dealt at casinos and i've dealt uh craps in vegas and so like i always had other little gigs if poker turns bad but off and on since i was like 24 that's that's fucking that's dope man that's super dope and i won't ask how long that is so I don't, oh i'm 40 <laughs> oh okay so okay 16 years fuck yeah fuck yeah. yeah man so how did you how did you get involved in the gambling game well i got in a car accident i got gutted lost 48 inches in my lower intestine basically i got 50k from that right so i was up at the casino all the time playing blackjack losing my ass i think i lost like 20 or 30 of it and oh blackjack. shit damn <laughs> and i'm like what are these old fuckers doing around here over on the tables over there and i go sit down and it's just like four eight limit holding which i couldn't play for the life of me now it's way too fucking boring but i sit down with them and like i'm like these guys are not playing this game good like nobody is folding mm. i don't know this game very well but I think, oh, and right off the bat, I realized I wasn't playing against the house. The house takes a little rake every hand, but I'm playing against eight other people just like that me. That is a good point. Yeah, because in blackjack, you're only playing against the house. Yeah, and the house always has the edge. Every- were you counting cards when you were playing blackjack? Nah. Oh, okay. Not a card counter. Okay. I've been ta- I've been asked if I wanted to learn how to 
it's actually know, really easy. I know. Deck up or or that's just counting face cards you're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, just, I've tried everybody's system with them yeah. and I've lost at everybody's system. <laughs> Every once in a while you win, then you do it again, lose. Yeah, like you have to have a system. significant bankroll to yeah. really make money counting cards. Well, and, and it's like you're only seeing if the face cards are still left in the deck. This still the dealer could get them. Yeah, you know that's true. Saying? Yeah, exactly. And like every time someone else sits at the table, they're changing the odds in the favor of the dealer. That's yeah. what you. If you're heads up with a dealer, that's your best odds. That's why people work in teams. So and then they every can try time to sway someone sits down, boom, the odds change. You know yeah, what I'm saying? exactly. And then they play horrible. Like they're hitting with a six showing, and they got fifteen. You know, like. I feel like COVID. Or that's good. I tell everybody it's their money; they can spend however the fuck they want. Yeah, that's true. I feel like COVID probably w- uh, would have been really good for card counters because there's less people at the table, and if you just were like working a team, so you can pretty much like sway the whole deck, were especially if you're doing shuffle shut tracking. Down during, for a lot um, of COVID? So a lot. So I know that in the casinos when they did open back up, because they were all shut down for a while, like the strip was like a fucking ghost town. But I know whenever they did open back up, they had it was like every other seat was open so they had at least like one gap so like you know only like two people could sit at a fucking table sometimes and um and uh they did the same thing at the slots too so i mean i feel like if you were working as a card counting team and you did shuffle tracking too you could freaking literally sway all of the high cards and just bust the dealer every single time so you're just constantly winning the both of you you could try (laughs) yeah so i mean i feel like that would be one way you could try it so it probably for those guys probably was pretty beneficial and so um so you started getting into poker and so how did you kind of like what i mean how did you get into that well, so then I invested a lot more time in playing that limit game. And then uh, I, I was actually working HVAC like 40 hours a week. And then I found these underground like warehouses where they were playing poker at. So like that's I, fucking cool. Yeah. So we were we were all playing there. And then that's where I like started dealing. Right. Mm. And I'm getting that many more reps of hands watching players. And uh, basically a good poker player is just a good mm. lie detector test. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is he lying or does he have it? Is he nervous because he has it? Is he nervous because he doesn't have it? You yeah, know what I mean? for like, sure. Did, so, did, did you study like body language and stuff like that when you were getting into it? I mean, I never really like... I just hear everybody and take everything in and kind of just... Like, okay, so you just... Okay. I just play, bro. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love it. It's hard I love to that. explain sometimes. But so so then I started... So then I was working 40 hours a week doing HVAC, and then I'd deal poker, and then I started p- playing with the money that I made from dealing. And then, like, I just, like, throw my check in the bank at the end of the week from HVAC and not even look at it. It's, like, <laughs> got to be the point. I'm like, why the fuck am I working? Hell so yeah. So eventually, I... Got like 5K together and I quit my job and I moved to Vegas to play poker for a living. Nice. <laughs> and so how was that transition moving to Vegas? Well, I didn't really have anywhere to go. Just went down there. I'd been there before, I think. Um, first thing, like, here's some good piece of advice. You go somewhere, you don't really know what to do with all your luggage. Go to like almost any hotel and you just give the, what's that luggage guy called at the front desk? <laughs> Oh, um, a bag attendant or whatever. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah you yeah. you give that guy like a dollar and put your bags there. You don't even have to be staying there. You just drop your bags off, and mm-hmm. that's a good place to like leave them while you figure out. Mm-hmm. And I I I room with a bunch of people and just kind of sleep on people's couches. Uh, I roomed at this one guy's house for like six months. He like blew glass. Nice. Those little meth pipes. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, he didn't do meth. Yeah, he just blew the pipes. He just okay. blew the pipes and sold them to all the stores. He was a hella stoner too. Like nice. he's a big stoner and he'd rather blow like nice glass like bongs mm-hmm. or whatever, but 
the the he could make money instantly I was blowing say, those meth pipes. He could probably dude. do like fucking a hundred of them motherfuckers oh, like a day. Every, he couldn't even make enough of them to get him out. Well, there's probably yeah. lots of crack flowing through there. So, oh, yeah, dude, definitely. it's Vegas, baby. What <laughs> happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It's fucking Sin City, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So you um so you were just kind of like floating all over the place and stuff. And so uh what like how does it feel going from like being a dealer to being a player? Like I mean, well, is... right when I went down to Vegas, I put myself in a dealer school for six hundred bucks. They have a dealer school. Yeah, so I got no certified shit. in poker like in one day, and then they have blackjack. I got certified in blackjack in like three days. There's a bunch of different shuffling techniques or blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and then crabs, right? <laughs> so by the time I learned how to deal crabs, that's when I lost my bankroll. Was oh, I lived off that five k for like uh, two years, eighteen months? Shit. Yeah, just <laughs> rolling around, playing, hitting, losing, running. That's fucking... no job. What a crazy lifestyle. That guy I lived with had this little. Like mini Harley, I'd ride that bitch around, no helmet, you know. <laughs> it's very like Hunter S. Thompson. That's all I'm thinking of right there. <laughs> it's like you'd go there and have to write a book about the whole fucking thing, dude. So I mean, um, go ahead. Sorry, what were you saying? About what the Mar- the Harley? Oh uh, no, you were. Uh, so you were. Uh, you know, you lived off that bankroll for a while, and you were. Oh, uh, and then and like I'm, I don't really learn by like books or people okay. like yeah. telling me. I learn by doing and losing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so by the time i learned how to lose all my money at crafts i learned how to deal with it pretty well oh okay for sure okay but and i couldn't really get a good job doing it because mm-hmm. so, i'm a two-time i was a two-time felon at the time so oh, all the big yeah. casinos wouldn't accept me i i tried uh which one was it like the mgm or i don't know but basically they just throw you right in the mix to see if you can handle yourself right oh no shit yeah so that's your that's your audition right so you're all dressed up and they just put you right in as a stick person right so i jump in there and and like i just rolled it was like no problem i was fucking into it i'm like i want this job dude i i deserve i i I put in the time i i'm great with checks you know like Mm -hmm. shuffling them and whatever but like yeah they sent me up to the boss and he's like well, actually, one of the one of the dealers is like, man, how long you been dealing? Like two, three years? I'm like, like six months. <laughs> <laughs> nice, that's awesome. Yeah. So then they sent me up to the boss, and he's like, I hear you're really good, bro, but I just can't do anything with your record. And oh, I'm like, yeah. that fucking sucks. Dude. I actually got him expunged like two or three years ago. Well, congratulations, I am not a bud. felon, bro. Congratulations, bro. I never that, thought I'd ever. That like... takes some fucking time and some work, man, for sure. And sometimes a lot of goddamn well, it's money. Just seven years after the first seven years well my um <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah my uh my stepdad he got his uh recently expunged i know he had to like pay some money or had to pay some fines or something like that too to get it done so i don't know if that was like a universal thing and so um so what casino did you work at i worked at el cortez and then i worked at casino royale i love el cortez casino royale has 100 times odds too so you gotta fucking know your shit oh really oh shit i've never been in the casino royale i've i've been i've walked by it but i've never actually been inside I had this there. one poker pro come in i won't tell his name because i don't want to <laughs> diss on people but he fucking won like 30k and he threw me like a five dollar chip that fucking asshole i won't fuck throw it at him dude, dude he won I... like 30k like he i had never seen the running you know how many <laughs> chips i have to fucking move around oh yeah five dollars sure. i just wanted to kick it back to him i knew i'd lose my job if i did i was always curious about tips at the casino do you have to share the tips or is it just yours like uh, you really, just it depends on the casino oh okay poker okay. players usually get or poker dealers, dealers. Mm-hmm. what do you call a bad poker player what a dealer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's a good one. That's what's up. So you kind of learned how, like, you know, it was more about, like, reading people and calling bullshit and stuff like that. So what was your first experiences, like, really, like, dabbling in, like, real more high stakes, like, professional poker? 
Oh, the first 10K buy-in tournament, I played like a little Girl Scout. (laughs) Okay. I just didn't want to go out and like, I don't know, a lot of mediocre spots. You get hit by like second best hands a couple Mm. times and... Okay, and so how do the like how does the um like how does it work to even go into a tournament? Like I don't even know how poker tournaments even work. Like do you have to buy in? Like how so does it basically most people think the the World Series is just like one tournament. It's like 70, 80 tournaments. It, they keep adding them every year. So that's like how many bracelets they give out each year. Oh shit. I actually have like three friends that got a bracelet. Oh nice. One of them's my backer. Oh <laughs> Oh damn, that's what's up. And yeah. so um and so you were kind of like so God, I have so many questions about this. I don't even so know where to start. So basically, anybody that so any say the amount's five thousand dollars to buy in, right? Anybody that has five thousand dollars and is of age can buy in and play. Okay, okay. Yeah, like the bigger the tournament, the bigger the donkeys. It brings out like I, you know, I played with that hand with Ray Romano. He's not a donkey. He's actually a decent player. Okay, but like you know, it brings out all the baseball players, all the football players, MMA. It's just all the richer people that like you know to gamble and they're just doing it for recreation you know what i'm saying hell yeah so you, you have you sat with more famous people other than ray romano yeah nice as anybody can you name jose canseco no shit yeah dude what? he was still all stacked i was like oh yeah <laughs> yeah he was that, that, like a hero of mine back in the day i was gonna know? say that would okay. be a, that'd be I used a to fucking be into so many cards dude yeah i was gonna say that'd be a fucking trip to me that would be that would be fucking awesome so i mean like and so just let's go ahead and jump right into it. So you sat at a table with Ray Romano and it's a pretty popular video on YouTube and it was on ESPN. And so how did that whole tournament work out? Like, like kind of run me through from like when you first entered the tournament to that moment when you won. I didn't win. Oh, win the hand. Yeah. 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 You didn't win the whole tournament. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't have $7 million. No, I don't know. I don't know how much money you fucking have. So. Well, There's like 7,800 people in that tournament. Oh, okay. Okay. It's ten thousand dollar buy in the main event. Okay. The World Series of Poker, two thousand eight. Okay. Shit, all poker blends together, bro. Okay. Like, the whole <laughs> beginning of the tournament till that hand, like it's just poker. It was you know just, yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because I, mean, I love it. It's a video. big tournament though, and there's a yeah. lot of famous people around and look. But I've never really been like starstruck. That See, much. and that's what I was actually just. Gonna I got say, a great story though. Okay, I love in the video you're like just G status, like you know everybody's like at the table. Ray Romano's like a couple feet away from you, and you're just like in a wife beater with headphones on, just sitting there doing your thing. Shit, I'm like, in for 10k. I'm here to fucking win, exactly. bro. I'm not here to fucking. Ooh, exactly <laughs> exactly and so um so go ahead and tell me the story you wanted to say man oh so i was playing at the bellagio one time right do you know who doyle brunson is uh-uh. okay he's this old poker pro won the main event i don't know but he's like he's famous for like wearing a cowboy hat and so at the bellagio okay. they have a place called doyle's room which is his fucking room that they play high stakes poker in right nice so i go to the bathroom and i'm taking a piss and who walks in right up to the next urinal to me then Doyle Brunson. I don't say anything to him. The man's taking a piss, right? I go back to the my poker table that I'm playing a cash game and I'm like, guess what, guys? Doyle Brunson pisses the same fucking way I do. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, you that. saw Doyle Brunson? Did, did you talk to him? I'm like, no, he's taking a piss. I let the man take a piss. Right, you know? like, why the fuck uh, would I strike up a conversation while he has a dick in his hand? Hey, uh, you want me to hold that for you? you... <laughs> right? Hey, Doyle, I'm a big fan. I'm you a need big, <laughs> big fan. <laughs> I actually great. played with Doyle in, uh, I think it was a 10K buy-in limit 08 tournament. And it was 08, too. Okay. I think, yeah. Fucking A, dude. That he's was a pretty crazy uh, year you know, for you. He's old school. Just quiet, okay. respectful, good guy. Seemed like. 
Okay, so you're sitting at this table, uh, the, the table that you won this hand at, and um, and the camera cameras weren't even by you. So, I mean, how did how exactly did that whole, like, happen? Oh, okay, so, well, they... Ray Romano got moved over to my table, and they were following Ray Romano around because he's famous. Right. <laughs> but he does piss the same way, too, probably. <laughs> Maybe he uses his left hand. I don't know. He no, might, he might sit down <laughs> to each zone. Everybody loves him. We know that, though. Yeah. Yeah, that was a mess up when yeah. I said everybody loves Raymer. Everybody <laughs> loves Raymer. I didn't even know I said that until I saw it on TV. And so tell the people what hand it was that you won with. I had a royal flush. He had quad aces. That's fucking crazy. And they the odds say the are, odds are one in two point seven billion. That's fucking crazy. And when you were talking to me outside the dispensary, which was a pretty cool place to meet you. Um, <laughs> shout out to Khalifa in Oregon City for fucking selling really good weed and putting people together. Um, so when you were telling me that, like you you said, like you could have won the lottery like how many times or something like, like 30 that? Thirty times. That's fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> like that is crazy. Would and, I take the lottery over that? Fuck yeah, I get famous after I have money. Dude. <laughs> I'd take right. the money and then I'd be on TV. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, um, like, and so you were telling me that, like, you know, 2020 kind of like fucked things up a lot uh, for whenever you for like, you know, you're, you're playing and you were doing a little bit more online poker. So how was that transition going from like, you know, how did the coronavirus and all the shutdowns kind of impact you as a as a, you know, well, when the player? NBA got shut down, we were actually down in L.A. at the bike. And like when they shut down the NBA, I'm like, oh, shit, they don't shut that kind of shit. Down. Yeah, and this shit got real. So I'm like, I have Corona. I'm sitting next to a guy from Japan, China. Africa, Texas, you know, like, yeah. like, um, I, I just went home in quarantine for two weeks. So I'm like, wow, this shit got real. Like, Fucking a dude. Scary shit. And so you started just playing more online stuff and just oh, kinda... I mainly play online anyways. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Did you, still... I used to travel around a lot until I had my kid. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Nice. I used to go, I, I'm actually three for five and cashing in 10 K buy-in tournaments. Fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. And then I kind of stopped traveling around. Do you ever play over at Meadows? Uh, I don't really anymore, but I used to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I know, like, uh, I used to have some friends that went and played over there. I know they just recently moved locations too, because they don't have the track anymore. I don't really play Hold'em anymore. Oh, okay. What do I, you play now? I play what's called Big O. It's a high-low split game. You, okay. You get five cards. You use two of them for a high hand, two of them for a low hand, but there has to be three cards, eight or lower, on the board to be a qualifying low. Interesting. <laughs> I would need. I am I talking not your language right now? Not at all. Do you know man. poker at all? A little bit. Yeah, okay. yeah, a little bit. I've, What's I've the best hand in poker? Isn't it a royal flush? Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that like the whole like craziness about that? Yeah. You beat the like, yeah. Because what's that... better, straight or a flush? Is it flush? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I might be two wrong. pair or three of a kind. Three of a kind. That's right. <laughs> Some people get that wrong because they think. Because it's just more cards. <laughs> yeah, but three of a kind, that's way more... Harder. Yeah, I was going to say, that's yeah. way more rare, and the odds are more against you to get that, for sure. Cause no, I think correct English is way more harder. That is, uh, that's yeah. true. Way so more harder. Yeah. Stick with that. <laughs> Good one. Got, yeah, you got me there. <laughs> no, I said that, and then you finished it. It was like... Oh, I did. oh okay. I'm high. I'm sorry. They <laughs> 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 got Shelby chuckling over there in the corner. <laughs> Oh my God. So uh, I've done a little bit of, I, I kind of like studied some card counting and stuff. So I'm like, and uh, when I, before we went to Vegas um, with some friends of ours, like um, I, I, I kind of like studied it and everything. And then I did a little bit of back counting when I was at a table and uh, I didn't tell them, like I, I knew how to count cards and I kind of was just sitting there watching everybody at the table. And I noticed that, you know, I was just doing traditional high, low, so nothing fancy. And I looked and all I saw was just low cards on the table and everybody got up and walked away. And I was just like, no shit. So we were looking for a table to go play at. I was like, hey, let's go sit over here. And so then we sat down, very first hand, blackjack. 
like 21 <laughs> on the first hand. And then I knew there was still way more high cards in there. And so I stayed low and everyone else busted. So I won the second time and then I got blackjack again. And then immediately pit boss started following us around <laughs> and we were covering, uh, we were playing um, roulette and then me and my lady covered like this little spread on the table. And so we were like, we ended up walking away with like a few hundred dollars and didn't like, we didn't walk in there with much. And then uh, the pit boss was following us on that little streak we were on too. <laughs> so it was kind of funny getting that little bit of heat, but uh, I kind of want to, I don't know. I feel like Vegas might be changing things a little bit to get more people to like go there and stuff. And the reason, the thing I loved about the El Cortez is they're one of the only places that had double deck blackjack. And so like, and that's a really rare thing to find in Vegas anymore because they're trying to combat card counters. And I know, um, did you ever play in Atlantic city? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Actually, I, is that New York? No, New Jersey. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. New Jersey. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I actually have a pretty good story probably about Tell me that. about it, man. I want to hear oh an AC God, story. This is what I haven't thought of for a while. So, so this guy's down in Vegas. I won't tell, I'm, I'm I don't bring up names, but, uh, cool. We, <laughs> he like, uh, he wants to put me in the, I think it was 6120. So $60, $120, uh, big O it's limit big O or limit high low. Okay. Okay. And like, man, he, I dust off like three K or whatever he does. He's in the game. He's raising every hand and, <laughs> and plays in garbage. And I have like the best draws and just miss, but that's just poker. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, so I'm dusting off this guy's money. He dusts it all off. And then, so he fucking, he's like, Hey dude, I'm broke. I need to go to New York to get my, get some money from this chick that has my money. I'm like, he's like, he, and he wants me to go with him. <laughs> To go to carry it back so he doesn't have too much money on his okay. own to, on the plane or whatever. Okay. Right. And I'm like, can he go too? And he's like, sure. So we all three go, right? Uh, another buddy of mine. So I feel a little, yeah. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Then, so then we all go and we literally go to this chick's uh, work and uh, ask her for, he goes in, he gets her uh, apartment key, right? We go to her apartment. He just opens these cupboards and pulls out these manila envelopes and they're just full of $20 stacks of money. Fuck, yeah. dude. <laughs> so so then we go, we rent a... I, what, oh, I think we just took a taxi. We took a taxi from there to Atlantic City and we bought in and he put me in another 6120 limit 08 game, which I dusted <laughs> off another like $1,500 of Fuck. his money. <laughs> Buying it with all these 20s. I don't want to know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> With the cleanest money that you've ever found. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we were all tired because we hadn't slept for, I don't know, close on two days or whatever. So mm. he rents us a limo from Atlantic City back to the airport. And then we sleep in the limo back to the airport. And then he gets there. He's like, shit, I forgot to give her back her apartment key. <laughs> so <laughs> he, had to take his oh, he had to take a taxi from the airport to her apartment while we just slept at the airport because we had a few hours yeah. for flight or whatever. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> then fuck, we went dude. back to Vegas and he dusted off the rest of his money. <laughs> that's fucking, that's crazy, dude. That's insane. I wasn't trying to lose, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah, dude. Like, So what is it like comparing playing in Atlantic City versus playing in Vegas? Ah, casino's a casino, dude. Okay, good answer. Good answer. Do you um? You know why most people wear sunglasses at a poker table? Why? Because they they don't know how long they've been in there, and like it's bright when you go outside. Oh my god, I know. When you're in Vegas, <laughs> yeah, like, there's no the, clocks. There's anywhere. no clocks. There's no windows. Well, now there's everybody's got phones, so you know. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, gonna... you, and they keep uh, casinos extra cold too to keep you alert. 
Yeah. And they also, I swear they like, they also like pump like some sort of like oxygen into there too, yeah, because some of them do like, that. I yep. swear I can drink way more when I'm in Las Vegas than I can at home. Like, you oh. know, like, cause I remember we went to a, uh, a brunch that had bottomless mimosas and I ended up having at least like fucking like 12 glasses of champagne before I even started my day. And like, there's no fucking way I'd be able to do that here. <laughs> like, and I, and so we would just be drinking all fucking day long. And I swear there's something that they do in those casinos just to get you going. I know they put scents in there too. Like there's certain like, um, like smells that each casino actually has that they put through the vents. Yeah. Like ass and smoke. Like, yeah. Like not smoke washing your hands and, and, and shame and, and, <laughs> and Yeah, exactly. Just look at the fucking, just look at the, uh, Fremont strip during and the day and blowing all your wife's money and, <laughs> <laughs> and like oh my god if you look at the strip during the day it's like a whole different scene it's crazy yeah, don't those buildings look so close and like you walk in there fucking I miles know. away we you're fucking... like holy fuck i thought it was like two blocks i know we i know we got fooled whenever we got uh, because we went um so we went over to the uh, the circus circus and uh because like, you know it's right there at the end of the strip and we're just gonna work our way down and uh because i we wanted to check out the um like the rotating bar little did we know that it's not there anymore <laughs> and so um we went there to the fucking circus circus we're all like we got way fucked up in the room before we even went anywhere and then we got there trying to find this wasn't even fucking there ended up saying all right screw it we'll just walk from here that was a big fucking mistake because we ended up walking like two goddamn miles like to the next fucking casino and like you said they're so huge they look like they're just right there and they look like you can walk right to it and you're like fuck man how far away are we mm -hmm. but i mean if you're like i don't know like that little chunk that's like you know by like the uh, like the treasure island and then all the way up to like you know like the flamingo and like that little section it's like in like caesar's palace and like that's not really too bad of a walk but i mean like going from the circus circus all the way to the next spot because there's a shitload of construction in between there so i mean it was like literally just like super dark down this fucking street and there's just like four goddamn tourists like this is definitely the way to get murdered in las vegas <laughs> <laughs> my buddy just went down to vegas and he said uh they're doing like ellipticals now everywhere. And these can like actually like strap on to the fucking escalator. And you know where you have to go up escalators to go yeah, 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 over yeah. like the roads and shit. Mm -hmm. They like you and they have like to where you can sit down on them. There's an extension. You can sit down on this little elliptical or something. That's and fucking cool. And they're riding them in the casinos. Nice. Yeah. And That's like crazy. in they the have... malls and like, yeah. So no one's like, you don't have to walk no more. Maybe I know, but well, we should still be walking. Probably, probably, <laughs> probably. I think what they should do in Vegas is like, you know, those little, um, those like pathways that are like, that are at the airport that move like the little flat ground. Yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. They need to put those on the street so people can just like zip by <laughs> like people would just be zipping all over the fucking place. Like imagine yeah, now those, they have those at the Venetian. They said they were riding the ellipticals on those. Oh, and they see, kept going down them because they were really fun because there's yeah. one that goes zoom <laughs> that's fucking cool that's awesome i like the uh the escalator that's at the d over on fremont and then it's like it has a little like uh it has like a camera on each like it has and it's, so it's almost like a staircase kind of the way the escalator goes down in the ceiling and there's a camera and it's like pixelated and it becomes more and more in focus as you come down the escalator it looks really really fucking cool nice yeah and like the d is one of my favorite places to go well the first time i was in vegas that's where we stayed and then I want to check out the um, the new Circa too. That new place what? looks the the Circa, the new one that they just mm -hmm. built. Like, and it's like right there on Fremont. It's right across from oh, Old Town Vegas. Uh, yeah, 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 okay. right, yeah, right there in downtown. It's I think it's right across from the 
Golden Gate is towards the end of mm. the strip, like on the uh, the plaza side. But yeah, we, we've stayed at Fremont every time. We've actually never stayed on the main strip. We've only stayed on Fremont. But I want to stay at the, um, we really want to stay at the Flamingo just because I love that fucking place. And we went, <laughs> their buffet is the shit. Like we went there and they also have bottomless wine and beer there too. And we got um, this Groupon thing where it was uh, for two people, all you can eat dinner with bottomless beer and wine. It was like 42 bucks. And it was, yeah, and we put some damage there. Most of the time we'll drink in the room before we even go out though. And we did this thing wherever we were there and we um, put a bunch of ice in the sink and then just stuffed it with beer and just used that as our cooler because the ice machine was on our floor. So then we just did that. Um, so going a little off subject, uh, one thing I like to do with all of my guests is uh, tell me about the first time you ever got high. The first time I ever got high. Damn. So it was summertime. I was probably like... 12 or 13 years old my dad lived in colorado so i was in colorado for the for like a month of the summer or something okay. like that and i was hanging out with his like friend's kid and he's like you want to smoke some weed and i'm like okay or whatever and he he's like i gotta find something to make a pipe with and he literally found like foil Oh, it was yeah. just like a piece of foil on the ground, and then there was a straw in a cup. He pulled the straw, wrapped the foil around it, t t tipped the fucking foil yep. for a bowl, and like yep. the we smoked it out pipes. of that. And I, I'm like, it's over from now. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I I only started smoking weed again like uh, when my brother turned forty, and I'm forty now, so three years ago. Oh, okay. And yeah. I smoked it. I basically traded it. I got off opiates smoking weed. I hurt Good my back. You, I, I was laid up, hurt back, right? I had a disc protrusion, my L3, L4. Mm, and shit. Uh, a piece of cartilage broke off, lodged in. Basically, I was doing these inversion tables. This is what I think happened. I'm upside down to where my spine decompresses. This cartilage that broke off and hardened, so they mm -hmm. said is like hereditary, I guess, uh, like floated down and then when i got up it lodged in and then my spine compressed on that shit oh shit dude. i dealt with that for like a year and a half fuck uh, and i bet like all the nerves and shit probably got all twisted yeah. up around it and you shit. ever hear about like you hear you know the song from thunder and or from imagine dragons thunder and lightning is like thunder in my back and lightning fire electric pulsating pain down my right leg no yeah, I've never heard that song. You never heard of Thunder and Lightning from Imagine Dragons? I don't listen to Imagine Dragons, so I've never heard you that You look song. like an Imagine Dragon guy, dude. Do I? <laughs> Doesn't I, everybody? You don't, don't like know. Imagine Dragon? I know what song you're talking about. Yeah. Thunder. 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 Feel the thunder. No, no, not ringing a bell at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm super out of touch with a lot of things because uh, just until recently, I disappeared off social media for a really long time. I haven't touched social media since my kid was two. Yeah, and that's where like where I would get mostly like new music and stuff. Otherwise, uh, I kind of just listen to. I just listen to YouTube videos and other videos pop up. And that's what that's I was. I was on YouTube. Media. No, I don't yeah. consider that social media either. I'm but just YouTube watching music my, videos basically. Yeah, I, I just used the uh, YouTube and I learned just a lot of like random things. I got into like filmmaking. I got into you know like script writing. I got into fucking all sorts of different shit or learning how to like fix things in my car and my house and because I don't I didn't like grow up working around cars or anything. So I only learned things about cars whenever they fucking break and then i'm like well i guess i know how to you know change power steering now well i guess i know how this works now i got a two-year uh associates for mechanics at ccc no oh, no shit yeah that's what's up dude but so back to the uh trading the oxygen for weed so like basically in like 2016 is when all that started happening i went to vegas that year and i probably shouldn't have went i had 
a different bagger than I did now than I do now, and I basically like I couldn't sit at the table with like my leg would start like fucking hurting too, but too oh, bad. Yeah. So I'm like lighting money on fire. I shouldn't even have fucking went. And mm. then like I I was laid up for like a year and a half because my insurance I just had state insurance. They just kept denying me. Right, it didn't fall in between this line and that line to get the surgery to get that shit removed or oh, whatever. God. So. Like, I don't know, I did it, I, I, if it wasn't for online booger, I probably wouldn't have survived, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, the mental aspect of it, too, trying to play through pain is, you know, different than playing with the straight, I'm a fuck you up brain, you know Exactly, yeah. well, and especially with a game like poker, where it, it takes such concentration and such focus, and you have to, like, really be in the zone and be, like, in this certain state of mind while you're there. Yeah, like, I don't and, know about all that, not online shit, but... That, ten, not online, Ten but, games in my underwear, watching a, a movie and texting. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That is true. Yeah. But I'm talking about like a sitting at a table. Yeah, you got to be focused. Everybody's trying to read you. Exactly. Exactly. And then, but I don't know. Maybe... Try to read someone that doesn't have a soul. <laughs> hey, you do have a soul. You love to tell people about it. Oh, it's parked yeah. outside. 2020 Kia Soul, baby. <laughs> that is fucking great. Like that you have that on the back of your car. Where did you even get that? Uh, Signs Now. Signs Now? In Portland, yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Shout out to Signs Now. That's fucking dope. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> That's That awesome. guy hooked it up, too. Like, he was saying it would be like 200 bucks to get, like, I just, I'm like, I just want stick figure, redheaded mohawk figures, nice. figurines for, to like, you know, like, mm-hmm. and... He's like, that's gonna be like two hundred bucks. I'm like, for stick figures. He's like, oh, I'll figure something out. He did. He did all that for like seventy bucks. Oh shit! Nice, dude. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, those stick figures with the mohawks are super dope, man. And I've never seen them before. So, and you said your uh, son has a mohawk too because he got a black belt in taekwondo. Yeah, at seven years old. Seven years old, man. He's ten now. He hasn't been in taekwondo for a while. Cause uh, when he got his black belt, we started doing tournaments, right? Mm -hmm. And so we go there. And he can't fight any of the colored belts. He can only fight black belts. And he can't, f- only 10 years and under, he can fight for a weapon, sparring, sparring, and uh, his form, right? Okay. He's the only black belt there that's seven years old. So, you know, basically he did his form and he got three gold medals. <laughs> nice. I'm like, wow, what am I teaching this kid, dude? That's fucking awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, he put in the work. He yeah, deserves definitely. them, but like, I want him to earn them too. You for know sure. What I'm saying? So, yeah. like, and he wanted to try baseball and shit, and like so we did that. Mm, okay. we, we got out of taekwondo and tried baseball, and that that year I was pitching to him. This year was well, like I guess last year now, but he was supposed to do like the kid pitching one, and then COVID and no yeah. baseball and blah blah blah. Yeah, as it fucking has worked out for everybody, <laughs> I know. And I really wanted to uh, like this was the year I really wanted this last year I really wanted to get my daughter involved in like uh, gymnastics and ice skating, and she was only born with one kidney, but I really wanted to take some sort of self defense or martial art, so I wanted to take a uh, Brazilian jiu jitsu because that would be perfect for her. And there's lots of people that do only have a solitary kidney, and they say that's the safest one and it's super practical as well and she's like really really lengthy and she's very uh double jointed like her when she like when she bends her elbow it completely like bows the other way oh cool it's really weird so like i can imagine some kid like you know like whenever she's actually (laughs) trying to get her in an arm bar like locked up like this and she just flips them off like that (laughs) as they're trying to get her because like it completely bows this way but she's a little badass i taught her a couple little judo tosses and that little kid can throw me on the ground already well my boy's a ginger and he's gonna 
gonna have some trials and tribulations in his life, but he gonna be able to defend himself. Yeah. Well, hey, dude, I'm raising a daughter. Talk about trials and tribulations. You're man. gonna have some trials and tribulations with that well, one. Well, see, and that's <laughs> see, and that's what that's what that's the whole point. It's like, uh, say, I want to make it, so I don't have to worry about anything. To where it's like the boys are gonna have to worry about her, not yeah. me. Like I want to be cool. Like, and that's, yeah. that's the way I, that's the way I want to have it set up. So they're going to be like, Hey man, I, I pissed off Juniper a lot. I'm like, I know <laughs> she's going to fuck you up. bro. <laughs> I paid a lot of money for them lessons, dude. <laughs> yeah. She's going to put you on the floor and snap your arm. And sure as you were born kid, she's going to fucking do. So you better be ready. <laughs> so I get to that point where everybody's just going to be like, but she's like a little, she's gentle. She's very, very gentle. So she'd be perfect for something like that and just be able to handle business when she is, but she can square up like i taught her how to actually throw like a proper because i have a little boxing training myself and so i taught her like how to throw like a real punch and punch with her shoulder and her hip and everything and nice. she's actually freaking stuck my hand a couple times I'm like damn kid <laughs> like it actually and i also taught her about like you know like flexing at like the last impact instead of like the whole time and so she's actually got me with like a like a couple really good little pops on my hand i'm like shit <laughs> and then so she's gonna be set up and ready to go raising a daughter is fucking difficult <laughs> Any raising any kids. Raising kids is fucking hard, man. And and but what's uh, a good dad? Someone that's there for their kid. Yeah, exactly. And uh yeah. Unless they shouldn't be there for their kid. There are those people. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, those people are out there that they, are just they're, 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 not they're meant to doing be a better job than to not be around their there are kid. people that have kids that should not have kids for sure um yeah i know unfortunately a couple like that are yeah very very close <laughs> to me that are like that but luckily uh juniper is a super fucking cool cool kid she's really mellow everyone likes hanging out with her i can't wait to get her synced up with uh shelby and betsy's kiddos because my media my media partner shelby he's got a couple three right yeah. fuck that man Fuck that. <laughs> that sounds awful. That sounds awful. And you just have the one? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. See, I'm cool with just the one. I'm cool with the one. But I'm the guy at the park. They're like, which one's yours? I'm like, they're all mine. Yeah. Especially the ginger. Especially the ginger with the mohawk. Be before COVID, I used to have Monday fun day at my house. I'd have like eight kids in my house. And nice. like, I let them jump on the couches and the beds and mm -hmm. like just do whatever they want. Soup them up on candy and then send them home to their parents. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and their parents know exactly what I'm doing. And they I'm know it's the fun house and they know their kids are safe. They love coming to get... Uncle Red's house. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great, man. Oh, I have, a, I have this old beater van or whatever. And right before COVID, I was like waiting for it to warm up a couple months. And then I was going to go buy a bunch of paints. And I was going to let each kid paint a fucking panel of the van. Oh, wow. And then the Corona cool. hit and I never got around to it. But oh. I, you know, like handprints and little rainbows and their names. And that would be fucking yeah, sick. And yeah, I drive that bitch that. around. Mobbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be, you got to put like a really bumping stereo in there with like some Bose subwoofers and shit like that. Hydraulics. <laughs> yeah, you pull. Just stupid, like stupid ones. Just beep. You pull up to drop off the kiddo. You're like. <laughs> you're fucking hitting three wheel motion as you're fucking cruising down. That would be fucking hilarious. That's a great. That's a really cool idea. I'd have to charge the battery. It's probably dead. I haven't driven it for a while. Oh Dri yeah. Driven, driven. Yeah. Oh okay. Nice, nice, man. Well, I should probably wrap this up, dude. Thanks for fucking coming through, man, and telling me all your dope ass fucking poker stories. That was sick, <laughs> yeah. man. Well, dude, fucking awesome. Ooh. Yeah. And thanks everybody for tuning into the Hippie Speedball Podcast. It is your host with the most, Joe, and I will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.